Just to bring you up to speed on the very latest developments in this situation, uh, it's now over 1,800 confirmed dead, over 1,000 confirmed dead in Israel, um, and 830 so far in Gaza. And like I said, tragically, sadly, these numbers will only rise. They will continue to go up, in some cases quite dramatically. The the military operation that Israel has begun in Gaza is uh, larger than we have seen in a very, very long time. Um, Israel has promised to uh, inflict damage and bring consequences to Hamas um, that will, quote, reverberate for generations. They have said the country is at war. A total siege of Gaza has been implemented by um, Israeli officials at this point. Uh, they have stopped all shipments of Food, water, medicine, uh, electricity has been shut off, uh, fuel has been stopped. Uh, there's different groups calling for humanitarian corridors to be established. Um, about 200,000 people have fled their homes in Gaza to this point. Um, they're staying in UN bomb shelters, for lack of a better term. But as I said, this situation um, will only continue to spiral and get worse and worse and worse and worse. And um, where it ends, I don't know. At this point, Hamas has, it's believed, 150 hostages following Saturday. They're now threatening to execute one of them publicly and share the video and the audio of those murders every time Israel attacks a civilian target without warning. It's the worst of the worst. Uh, there's no question. And like I said, um, it started with a terrorist attack, pure and simple, full stop. Um, an absolute repulsive attack um, that, like I say, uh, is it's impossible to defend. I know some people have tried and, and there are, it's, you just can't. I mean, terrorism is terrorism and what we saw is pure unadulterated terrorism in its worst form. Let's speak now with uh, Charles Freilich, who is a professor of political science at Columbia University, previously a deputy national security advisor uh, in Israel. Um, Chuck, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure. Um, let's just put this, pers the initial attack, let's go back to the beginning, Saturday. Uh, put that into perspective. How unprecedented is an attack of that scale by Hamas? Well, not just by Hamas, by any uh, Israeli adversary. This is the first time since the War of Independence that Israeli territory was overrun. Uh, towns, uh, villages, and uh, people... Uh, by the way, just a, a few military bases. And people simply slaughtered uh, with wild abandon. So that has never happened before in Israel's history. And I think to put this in perspective, uh, in terms of population size... Uh, the U.S. is uh, 40 times bigger than Israel. This is, Israel is now approaching the 1,000 uh, dead mark. It's equivalent to 40,000 in the U.S. This is the impact this has had on uh, Israeli society, national morale. It's simply devastating. And the fact that it was an attack, it was an incursion into Israel. We, we, we saw the, mm -hmm. you know, uh, through the air on land, they breached. I mean, how does that change the metric, the fact that this was an invasion of Israel, essentially? It was, and that's why this is a, again, it's unprecedented, or it's unacceptable, certainly. And uh, you were talking about the fact that there are some people who are criticizing. Uh, this isn't the, the Palestinian issue of settlement, whatever one thinks about this. This is really something which has to do with Israel's ability to just to exist. It's, it's right to exist. 
Um, the response that we've seen has been severe, and it will it will continue for some time, I'm quite sure. What kind of response, as a former, you know, uh, deputy national security uh, uh, personnel in Israel, what do you expect to see? What would you recommend as a response militarily here? Well, I think the response will be massive, and I think it has to be. This, Unlike all the rounds with Hamas to date, and there have been a half a dozen big ones and umpteen smaller ones, uh, this one has to end with a devastating uh, effect on Hamas. Uh, preferably, they are no longer in power anymore. Uh, and that may require a protracted operation to root out, uh, first of all, the rockets and then to, to topple them. And then the question is who replaces them. And I think the objective should be to try and reinstate the Palestinian Authority. That's not something that Israel could do, but maybe there can be an Arab and international initiative to do so, uh, maybe led by the U.S. and the Saudis. But that should be the end game. So you're talking about a protracted, prolonged military operation in Gaza. We know there are uh, at least 150 hostages in Gaza right now. Undoubtedly, they're being used as human shields. Their lives are at stake. There are innocent civilians in Palestine. I mean, how should that be part of the calculation as to how you go about this? But the, the Israeli hostages issue is again is unprecedented. We've never faced anything like that, um, and it will affect how Israel conducts the military operation. And of course, there'll be an attempt to negotiate their release. I'm mm-hmm. not terribly optimistic about that. Uh, and of course, there will be casualties on the Palestinian side, and Israel does. Uh, you, what it can to minimize that. But there is a price to going to war. Um, In this case, repeated attacks, but this time a devastating one. Uh, We focus today in the world, it's a good thing that's happened in recent decades on civilian casualties, but we forget that there's a side that started this, that caused it, and uh, you have to bear responsibility. So I say with uh, great uh, regret that there will be civilians killed, and we have to be ready for that. There are reports today that Qatar uh, is trying to negotiate a hostage exchange for prisoners, that sort of thing. You're not optimistic that there could be some way to negotiate at least that piece of the puzzle, Chuck? I doubt it. But, uh, hey, let's be hopeful. Yeah. Sure. Um, in terms of how this happened, I, I, you know, I was reading reports where, you know, famously there's been Israeli officials in the defense ministry who have said, hey, anything that happens in Gaza, we know. We know before it happens. We, mm-hmm. how, how, how did this happen, do you think? Um, where it, Was this just an intelligence failure? Is it that simple? How did this happen? It seemed like it was completely surprised. Yeah, well, I think this was a colossal intelligence failure, and it will have to be... Uh studied very carefully once the dust settles. But um, I think like all major intelligence failures, in the end, it was a failure of imagination in the sense that Israel didn't believe that Hamas had this kind of capability. And so it didn't look at the signs that showed that it might be happening, including uh, shortly before the war. And Hamas also uh, took wisely from their point of view, various diversionary measures so that, for example, in the week before the outbreak, they renewed the violent demonstrations along the Gaza border. And so Israel was focused on that and was focused on an increase in at least partially Hamas-inspired terrorism on the West Bank. And they distracted Israel's attention. 
And I also think that is all domestic uh, turmoil, yeah. the judicial overhaul that uh, the prime minister was doing. We warned of the impact that it would have on the national security establishment. That we saw that it was hurting the IDF, the Israel Defense Forces, and uh, tragically that was proved to be the case on Saturday. Um, how worried are you that this will spill into a much larger conflict, perhaps quite soon? We know there's fighting happening on the northern border with Hezbollah fighters in Lebanon. How big of a concern is that? Well, that's a very big concern because uh, Hezbollah has got a truly mammoth rocket arsenal supplied by Iran of something like 150,000 rockets. There's no military in the world that has that many rockets, and the Israeli home front will be devastated by this. Um, so that, that, that's just a totally different ball game. Yeah. but it will escalate because if Israel will respond massively, uh, attack uh, Hezbollah in Lebanon, and it can it can uh, widen to Syria, where the Iranians have a presence there, uh, and Hezbollah's got a presence there, and the Iranians have also uh, placed missiles in Yemen and uh, Iraq so that they can hit Israel from all sides, and of course they can hit us directly from their territory. This could... Uh, could broaden to a regional war. You mentioned Iran, and there's lots of talk today. Um, French President uh, Emmanuel Macron saying um, his country has no evidence that Iran was uh, involved, but it certainly appears like Hamas did have outside help, and a lot of fingers being pointed at Iran right now. Is that a complicating factor? I mean, uh, that would obviously take things to another level again, wouldn't it, Chuck? Yeah. Look, I don't think... Um there's no conclusive proof with this, but this was exactly the uh, plan that the Iranians had worked out with Hezbollah in the north, that they uh, start with an enormous rocket barrage, overwhelm the border defenses, and take towns uh, and take people hostage. Uh, we knew that for years, and this was executed now by Hamas, which isn't as close to Iran as Hezbollah is, but it was exactly the same uh, playbook. I think it's hard to imagine that this wasn't done with at least significant uh, planning help, guide, training, guidance on Iran's point of view, uh, part, whether they were directly involved in the fighting, I, I would doubt that. Uh, where do you think this goes from here, uh, you know, for the rest of today, the rest of this week, and then, I mean, how long do you think this lasts? How does this end? Well, I, was, as I hope it ends, as I was saying, with some sort of way to create a new situation in Gaza without Hamas, preferably with yeah. the PA, but in any event with a very, very significantly weakened Hamas. And I think it's going to last a while. I think we should be thinking in terms of weeks. I hope not much beyond that, but it could be. Um, Chuck, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate you being here. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye.